Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better in our very special way. In this series, we discuss line bikes, Teslas, the London Overground, and a whole bunch of other random stuff that possibly involves wheels or tracks or engines of some variety. God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you 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 must be so excited. Listen now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. The Bugle presents The Last Post with Alice Fraser. Hello, posters, and welcome to The Last Post, the final word in this, the most final of worlds. Today's episode marks the 7th of June of the year 2020, or episode 159 of this year. Your guest today is celebrity celebrity Andy Zaltzman, just back from his stint judging the reality television competition show Best in Flow, eliminating competitors in the under-celebrated world of competitive artistic urination. Welcome back to the show, Andrew. It's great to be back, actually. It's great to be not doing that show (laughs) anymore. It was emphatically not what I had been told it was going to be before agreeing to host it. Yeah, yeah. you You did look surprised in a lot of the episodes. Well, I'd assumed it was a Florence Nightingale tribute show and <laughs> that you know, people would you know, just do their best recreation of some of Nightingale's greatest pieces of, uh, of nursing from both you know, the Crimean War that turned her into a, a, a celebrity we know today and, and subsequently or some of her groundbreaking statistics. But um, it turned out to be something in, entirely different and um, a small but luckily successful court case uh, ensued and... Uh, I was taken out of the... Relieved the, of duty, as it were. Well, relieved of duty for the following nine series, which I had um, signed up for. So. Well, I'm glad to have you back on the show. As always, on the weekends, because it's a weekend today, we take a step back from the poisoned chalice of the 24-hour news cycle to consult the fairy we made a deal with earlier that is The Weekend magazine. This week, our feature section is a sports section. But first, some headlines of features we won't have time for. 
In this weekend magazine, a new instalment in our Deeply Predictable Adventures series of profiles where we follow the lives of people on what you could call surprising or unexpected life trajectories if you had little to no imagination. This week, the heartwarming story of banker Cody Monteith, who after 30 years in an investment bank, quit to become a part-time consultant while studying viticulture on his own wine estate in France. What a pivot. Also in the Weekend magazine, five mistakes you're making with your succulents right now, including naming them, not naming them, overwatering, underwatering, and not passing on compliments from Instagram. Also, a how-to guide for online condolences in the coronavirus era. Some really useful content there. But that's all the time we have for your feature section that we don't have time for, because now it's time for your ads. It's time for your ad section now because luxury is just a word for something you can't afford yet. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by the Toy Time Kidducator Fundestanding Playset for the hothouse child you'll never leave alone with its thoughts. Toy Time Kidducator Fundestanding Playset includes a number of important learning modules barely disguised as fun for all ages. Toy Time Kidducator Fundestanding Playsets come in a variety of different age-appropriate modules from the press and play grammar baby... Baby is hungry but can't eat until he's finished understanding conjunctive adverbs. To the maths debater for teens. Wow, look at this prime naked hottie. If the dildo they're using has a two centimetre radius and a nine inch length, what's the volume of the dildo? The Toy Time Kidducator Fundestanding Playset. You can't spell play without which letters of the alphabet? And sometimes you just can't resist poking a hot surface with the tip of your finger. Ow, what an idiot. If you've just burned the tip of your finger, try holding that finger in about half a glass of water for 10 to 15 minutes. Half a glass of water for home medicinal use. It's at the tip of your fingers. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. And that's your ad section for today. The last post. Now it's time for your top feature section in this weekend magazine. Top feature section is sport. Andy, with sport and various leagues beginning to resume, what can we expect from sport? Well, Alice, as you say, the leagues are beginning to resume, but in, in empty stadia. And uh, when I say empty stadia, what I really mean is living metaphors for the aching void at the centre of humanity <laughs> right now. And clearly, sport is having to make, make some changes. It's been a, a period of introspection for, for sport, as it has been for human beings. And uh, we are seeing some changes, in the, the uh, particularly in football, 
In the uh, Norwegian top flight, that of course is a provincial league in the uh, overall Vikinga Ligaen structure, in order to show the uh, nation's appreciation for its health and care workers, before each match, all sides are being allocated by raffle a nurse, doctor or other uh, health professional to play in their team. Mm. And um, they're taken from all the uh, professionals across Norway. And, and these people have to play for at least one hour, so you can't just sub them off after five minutes pretending they're injured. In the uh, Austrian Schnitzelliga, they're, they're resuming the competition, <laughs> but without goals, because researchers found that players tend to congregate in football matches around the goal area in a COVID-dangerous sub-two-metre proximity <laughs> to each other uh, so they have resumed and there there have been understandably a, something of a glut of nil-nil draws um, <laughs> the French top division is uh, that's back as well Ligue 1 or to give it its uh, official full French name uh, La Confluence Conglomerative des Organisations pour la poursuivance de l'activité sportive ainsi qu'athlétique qui s'appelle football ou bien donc en français le ballon des pieds un butifiqué euh, pour laisser tellement des meilleurs équipages des joueurs de cette sport entre quand une saison complète des matchs footballistes avec contre tous les chaque autre chaque tous les clubs participants en lesquels division plus en haut que les autres but we, we tend to call it uh, league 1 but anyway in the spirit of um, the greater perspective of our times and seeing sport in its place in the broader canvas of humanity, Alice, they are banning traditional goal celebrations. So you're only allowed to celebrate if you celebrate not only the goal scored, but also some other non-football achievement or activity worthy <laughs> of greater public recognition. So if you score a goal, you then have to mind being in an emergency fire response team or performing life-saving surgery on a trapped endangered heron or, uh, or appropriately enough for the current situation, changing the sheets on a bed in a nursing home without distressing the confused patient, that kind of thing. So yeah, showing football is aware of its place in the, the broader human cosmos. Now, um, obviously the enforced break, Alice, has given football time to come to terms uh, with the fact that the sport has allowed itself to become a self-perpetuating plutocracy <laughs> and reputation laundering vehicle for despots and dastards. And club names from now are going to be forced to be upfront about the provenance of their ownership and sponsorship funding. So, uh, well, here in England, we're looking forward to traditional names such as Ye United's, Cities, Towns, Rovers's, Argyles and Wanderers's disappearing to be replaced by new club monikers such as the misogynists, the kleptocrats, the addiction fuelers, the life destroyers and the embezzlers. So it's a bit more honesty in the dialogue between football and its fans. Yes, and uh, it's interesting because there are other sports that are requiring less honesty in these audience-free times. Uh, mixed martial arts, for yeah. example, normally... Uh, being surrounded by a crowd sort of shields you from the reality of, of the crunching noises. So there's been a petition put forward yeah. to to just pipe in crowd noises so you don't hear the bones breaking quite so loudly. Right, yes. I mean, that's... I mean, it, it, it's very much, you know, that, that, that kind of level of euphemisation that is why we call sausages sausages and not probably edible death tubes. It's just <laughs> one of the ways that we, we cocoon ourselves from the... The grim realities of uh, of reality. Of course, there's other sports that to try and make themselves more exciting, like darts, is actually adding in bone crunching, face coving sound effects to <laughs> to make it sound a bit more exciting in the the absence of a of a crowd. Now you you mentioned the absence of crowds. Clearly, that's a massive problem for 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 sport now as a TV spectacle because that's a you know that that feeling of uh, a vicarious excitement that you get watching a crowd on a screen so a lot of stadiums now they've had all the seats painted green so they can be used as a, as a green screen which obviously became very popular during a lockdown and now you can if you're watching football on television you can add your own background so when the Premier League comes back um, they'll give you a, a choice of 
uh, footage of crowds from old matches. So you can choose the type of crowd that you want. You can get a nice, good-natured, rattle-waving, flat-cap-wearing, uh, jolly old 1930s crowd applauding everything very enthusiastically. Uh, you can have the replica shirt-wearing, over-emotional, referee-griping modern <laughs> crowd of recent times. Or you can even choose a traditional uh, bit of hearty hooliganism uh, from the 1970s or 1980s, a proper flobbing, seat-hurling, racist mob. So you can just you you can you can put in an artificial crowd now, and it you know it just adds that that missing something that uh, that live sport is uh, struggling without. If I could make an artificial crowd for a football game, it would just be bemused dogs, fifty thousand bemused, <laughs> going. Why can't I play with that ball? <laughs> Well, there you go. I mean, this is the great thing now. Without a crowd, we can make sport be what we want it to be, and we can actually we can make make it fill this idealistic vision that we have of it. So, um, clearly, in in America, there's been a number of different problems in basketball. They've had a great problem with. We've heard a lot about wildlife moving back into urban spaces during lockdown because of the mm. decrease in human activity. Uh, well, in Madison Square Gardens, the home of the New York Knicks basketball team, a pair of uh, Minuit's termagants, a local endangered bird species, have nested in one of the hoops. And <laughs> as, as a protected species, they can't be moved. So when the NBA resumes, teams will only be allowed to shoot at the other end of the court. Uh, so it could be... Um, could be quite tricky uh, for the for the uh, for the basketballers and uh, in NFL, suddenly coming back, you know, looking ahead to their, their September resumption, um, they've introduced new helmets that are five times as big to help prevent the spread of the virus, just to keep people's <laughs> heads, you know, surrounded by a you know, absolutely giant kind of helmet. And who knows? Maybe it'll even start to protect from some of the long-term endemic brain damage that those lads suffer. Well, I mean, obviously that's something that the game wants to guard against because one of its you know, the great reasons for its popularity is it's one of the few legal forms of watching young men suffer major cranial trauma that's uh, <laughs> that's still allowed un- under the law. And it you know, comes at a cost in terms of players' balance as well. There's quite, quite a lot of extra slapstick and people just kind of <laughs> knocking each other accidentally like... Uh, like Skittles. The cycling, the Grand Tours are going to resume, but with no bicycles because obviously the hard surfaces of the bike can keep a virus on for a dangerously long time, so that's going to be a very different sport. And in bobsled, um, the uh, the four-man bob will now have to be at least 10 metres long to allow for two <laughs> metres between each member of the team, plus space for them to keep all their stuff Ooh, in the sled. that'll make cornering you know, tough. They will, very difficult, because you know, they've got to have space for their packed lunches and their, their backpacks and stuff. So, um... <laughs> It's uh, yeah, different different times. And Aust- Australian rules, as Alice, you as an Australian, um, obviously they're going to mandatory sleeves on shirts, and many people are seeing this as the death of the sport. <laughs> A lot of biceps doing the work in AFL in terms of watchability. <laughs> That's all the time we have for our top feature in the Weekend magazine today because now it's time for your letters to the editor. Your letters to the editor now. Remember, you can send a letter to the editor at thelastpost at somethingelse.com. This letter from Steve. Uh, Steve says, Alice Guest, more than likely Andy. Good pick, Steve. Uh, Chris, Harriet and Ped. Love the podcast, but can I just check how many days there are in the last post dimension? Uh, We're not going to address this again. Um, This dimension is the dimension. At the end of every podcast, you state, we will be in your ears for 366 days this year, 
That's a paraphrase at best. And we'll be back tomorrow. Surely 366 days plus tomorrow would be 367 days. You've misunderstood the and in that sentence there, Steve. Um, It's a a, a subclause, not an addition problem. Also, when you look on the bright side, I assume you would call yourself a quarter glass full kind of girl and not a three quarter glass empty. I've said this again. Also before I've said uh, it's half, uh, the, the half glass of water is entirely full, half of air, half of water. Keep up the good work and good luck to Christopher. Although what with, I don't know, Steve. Uh, what do you say to this kind of letter, Andrew? Well, uh, as the famous old saying goes, um, no one likes a pedant. Although that's <laughs> not strictly true to say that ab- absolutely no one likes a pedant. So let me make that clear. Well, thank you so much for sending in your letter, Steve, even though I disagree with literally everything you've said and the ways in which you've said it and the very questions themselves. <laughs> Remember, you too can send a letter to the editor at thelastpost at somethingelse.com. Thank you for listening to The Last Post today. We are here in your ears 366 days of this year and we'll be back tomorrow with all the latest news in this dimension. Subscribe to get a new version of this podcast every day and go to the feed to see all the old versions stretching back in time like a memorial to impermanence. Your guest today on the podcast was Mr. Andrew Zaltzman. If you enjoyed him, you can go back in time and find previous Andrew episodes, including episode 125, episode 121, and episode 104. Some prime episodes there. Uh, Thank you for your great work today, Andrew. Um, Would you like to tell people if you have anything to plug? Well, obviously, as a as a celebrity, I, I, I don't want to necessarily plug my own stuff uh, too much, apart from when I uh, am contractually obliged to do it. But I am involved in a new uh, new charity uh, called Take It Back. Now, this is a, a charity raising money for all the businesses that have been losing out during the current crisis because people are giving all their spare money to charities. <laughs> so it's a it's a charity basically trying to get people to give slightly less money to charity to keep the broader economy going. Good cause. I mean, a beautiful cause right there. Yep. What, a, what a great cause. The Last Post is a something else. Alice Fraser and Bugle Podcasts production. I am Alice Fraser. Find me online at, at Alliterative on Twitter and Instagram. That's A-L-I-T-E-R-A-T-I-V-E. Or commit to the full Alice Fraser experience by signing up on patreon.com slash Alice Fraser for a behind-the-scenes look at my glamorous life. My special savage is available on Amazon Prime. The executive producer of this podcast is Christopher D. Skinner. His producers are Harriet Wells and Ped Hunter. As they and we always say... Good luck to you, Christopher, and I'll talk to you again tomorrow. Hello, I'm Jay Rayner, and I host the Out to Lunch podcast, where I take fabulous guests out for lunch and grill them to a turn. For now, whilst lockdown reigns supreme, we're staying in for lunch instead, and we've got great company. Fascinating people share only the best takeaways with me over webcam. Great food and insightful conversation with the likes of Gary Neville, Sharon Horgan, George Ezra, and Dieter Von Tees. If you Have you ever had a cream pie in the face? No! So if you, like me, enjoy food and are missing restaurants, subscribe to Out to Lunch with Jay Rayner, available wherever you get your podcasts.